0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling, episode two thirty one. And wait, wait, go. So take a shot. Boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh yeah, I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. Raiser, Brick, plan, they took poor, but to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hit it, mate. No,
0: take a shot. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live on your ready the prophet, so take a shot.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 231 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, At michael j Party and joined as always hollywood himself marcus how you doing today
0: uh that's still a lame intro dude we've been doing this show together for a while now and i expect a proper introduction ladies and gentlemen it is me your favorite actor the hollywood assassin mark schwan how's it going buddy
1: i might be dying my kidneys don't want to work so i might be dead soon But so it might be my last show it's been a great 231 episodes mark it uh Wow,
0: we, that, that's how we're starting off. Yeah, so talk to me, talk to me, man. Like, I know you have, um, I know you have a lot of mixed emotions about what's going on here. Share it with us, dude.
1: Yeah, my kidneys don't want to work. There's uh, something wrong with them. I have to go take a look under the hood, see what's going on. Just be this whole cancer thing from a couple months ago. Now I have got this kidney thing. You know, uh, I don't know if you know this, Mark, but 2020 kind of sucks.
0: 2020 <laughs> really sucks really sucks like you know I, I i i've definitely had my struggles this year for sure but you know comparatively to to what you've been going through and to what some of my other friends have been going through as well it, it's almost like nothing i feel like bad bitching about my year in a sense yes. when like you know knock a wood so far my health has been fine but like some of my other That's friends that wasn't wood cool.
1: <laughs> so uh here we go wood right here trying to think of the glass half full here okay mm-hmm. follow me every time i have to go for a procedure i have to get a covid test okay okay so I've, been, I've had four of them already all of them came back negative which is good but every time i go to work i drive past the uh, one of those city md urgent care places right right these lines are like down the block people waiting yeah. in line for hours to get a covid yeah, test yeah you-
0: it's it's getting it's getting worse but here like, I yeah, am it's the case spike
1: here I am walking into a place of walking out in like two minutes getting the, the next day so if I didn't have anything wrong with me I wouldn't be getting tested for covid so at least now sure. I have some sort of peace of mind knowing I don't have it yeah so I'm trying to think of the glass half full here mark you know I I'm trying to inspire to inspire and so people <laughs> going through hell you know you just there's always the glass half full there
0: you know I'm I'm glad that you know I'm rubbing off with the, on you with the whole spike inspire motto
1: um you're, you're welcome i thought that in high school so before i even knew who you were oh, okay <laughs> someone my yearbook some okay. yearbook quote
0: you know show me your yearbook if and I can, i'll believe you, you know,
1: if i can find it i'll go, i'll dig it up for you <laughs> give, give me something to do this weekend
0: now you make me wonder where my yearbook is at, actually
1: but enough depressing stuff mark uh it was your mom's birthday
0: it was my mom's birthday did yeah you get,
1: did she get my edible arrangement you didn't send her shit <laughs> send her, no i didn't send her shit i sent her edible arrangement which depending could be tastes like shit sometimes, but you know, I've
0: never had an edible arrangement before. I never I tasted it. You're not missing it. Is it that bad?
1: I never had one. I just smelled it and looked at it. I'm like, this doesn't really look delicious. But I heard it's good. <laughs> you know, you know me, give me a, a chocolate covered mango or watermelon over a chocolate chip cookie, I'll take the cookie. So
0: Yeah, me too, man. I'll take a cookie. I don't like chocolate covered fruit like, at all.
1: I like chocolate covered things, but not fruit.
0: Like the most I would probably go would be like raising X. Yeah, it's doable. You know, I mean and that's and that's it. That's where the line comes to a stop.
1: Oh no, I just realized today too. What? I'm talking normally. This is great. What do you mean? I got uh Barack Obama's book. So uh all week. I've been uh, talking like um, <laughs> Obama <laughs> And uh, finally uh, I was able to uh talk normally. End scene.
0: So, I you know I was I was expecting for you to go on this whole podcast like Barack Obama. It would've been cool. It would've been cool. I could have like you know said like, hey, I did a podcast with you know Mr. President himself, Barack Obama.
1: See, I was going to start the show like that, but then I tried doing it like him, and then sound sounded really stupid. So I stopped. <clears throat> I think I made the right call, Mark. I think I made the right call. Uh, I think so. I mean, it's okay. pretty it's pretty spot on, right? you can't you, you can't, you pretty can't pretty go on. in and
0: out all that.
1: I'm <laughs> saying it's pretty spot on um uh it's pretty good uh, it's you. pretty good
0: i'll give you that
1: speaking of uh brook last time we had a sh- uh, last time we did a show mark we didn't know who the next present was going to be you have an answer
0: yes Hi- oh my god really that my god that feels like forever ago
1: longest two weeks of our lives <laughs> holy shit we're recording dude, the show friday like so much we're recording the show friday uh, the 20th so last time we did a show was two fridays ago so within yeah. that 14 day span so much has happened But it just seemed like it was so much longer ago. Like, it's only two weeks, Mark. It's only been doing this for two weeks.
0: I know. And, like, still, still, uh, you know, our our acting president has not conceded yet. So there's a lot of drama untold fold there. I I think that could be a whole other podcast right now going over the the drama of the after effects of the the election itself.
1: Oh, my God. We could be here all night about that.
0: (laughs) I'm choosing not to, my man. I'm choosing not to. We already started off late.
1: Yeah. So there's a somebody. It was today's Biden's birthday, so on a Fox affiliate here in New York, posted a picture of him and saying "Happy birthday to the president-elect." So oh, of course, Fox
0: you said that, okay.
1: Fox Five, the local affiliate.
0: Oh, Fox Five, excuse me.
1: So I had to, of course, delve into the comments, mm-hmm. which are some are god awful, and some are <laughs> of course, some are funny, some are like really stupid, and so this one woman said, um, "You know, hasn't anybody taught you nothing? Nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all." This man's birthday, he's the president elect. If you if you don't like him, roll your eyes, say a curse word under your breath, but roll on. Don't stop here in the comments and ruin people's lives. Right. So I don't have to comment on things because I don't want to deal with the bullshit. But I left the comment of the rock applauding. Like the rock standing in an award show applauding. Yeah. I got, a, I, got a, I got a comment a couple of hours later. Ah, oh, Rock. Another piece of shit. Like what what did that bring to this conversation? What Did you really see a picture of a gif of The Rock and feel the need to call him well, a piece the, of shit? The, problem, the, the nicest... problem
0: is it's because The Rock endorsed Joe Biden. So oh, like I totally forgot. know what it is. I totally know it. Yeah.
1: He, he's the nicest guy in Hollywood. I've never heard anything, anybody say anything right. bad about him. But he voted for Joe Biden. He's a piece of shit. It's like That's a great comment. I, I want to respond back to it. But I'm like, you no, know I'm not going to waste my time.
0: It's crazy because, you know, I can't... I, I I know plenty of Trump supporters, and not all of them are pieces of shit. There are no, a few. And not all of them are crazy.
1: <laughs> no. Most of them are. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's it's just weird. Some people are taking this way too seriously. We need to move on. And totally. uh, uh, speaking of moving on, uh, you want to get into uh, the news? Yeah, totally. Let's rock. But this is a wrestling podcast, I think. So let's get into it. It's time
0: for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. All right, Putty, a lot to unpack here. So, first off, the Bella Twins, they're talking about making their return to the ring one last time. Apparently, they have their eyes on the Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, Now, considering what happened with Nikki Bella's neck, that's the sole reason why
1: she retired, uh, do you think this is a good idea? Yeah, why the hell not? I mean, they're going to protect her. Really? Just let her have them. Let them have them one run with it. I mean, listen, I,
0: I think this is a very unpopular opinion with like, the wrestling community out there. I am a huge fan of the Bella Twins. I think they're awesome. I think they bring a lot to, uh, to WWE. But, yeah. you know, I, 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 for me, it's health above everything else. You know, I think Brie Bella, as far as I know, she's injury-free. She's good to go. But, you know, with Nikki... She, the doctor told her pretty much, you'll be paralyzed.
1: Yeah, she got to be careful. Like, you, let's say, got to protect them.
0: It, it, for me, like, is it worth it? I, I get it. You know, they, they, they want the, they want to end off with like one last hurrah. They feel like they still have yeah. something left. They didn't want to show. They were it. tired right, they, right when they came Bell. Bella.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. Is it, is it worth it? Let me work. It. I don't think it's worth it. Let me flip my thing down and reverse it. <laughs> Listen, I would love for them to
0: see. I would love for them to win a championship. I think. If anything, they would be great champions. I'm gonna and maybe uh, like bring more prestige to the championship itself.
1: I'm gonna back up. And I don't get too loud. Ready? Yeah. Who else? There's no other tag teams to have these tag team championships. Give it to a credible tag team. Oh. <laughs> there really
0: isn't none. There really isn't. Like you know, I I know the Riot Squad. They they're teaming up again, but I'm not buying that.
1: I'm not buying it either. They're doing a great job, a for effort with many Rose and Dana Brooke.
0: I was about to say thank you for saying that. Yeah, I think they're doing a good job with that tag team. It seems like they're really enjoying each other and um they have something going there.
1: And then the other ones are down in NXT right now, right? Casey and Casey, yeah. you got the uh Mikkel and Dakota Kai.
0: You know, yeah, I if be anything, a solid tag team. If anything, you know, NXT, the, the the women over there, they have more of a tag team unit than That's the main saying. roster at all.
1: And if the belt can be defended in all three brands, why not let the NXT hold it for a little bit because uh, you're not right. doing anything with it on raw uh you are jackson uh shana baszler do nothing
0: and, it, and then you split up the iconics you know peyton uh peyton royce not doing anything oh, i'm sorry Kay, where, where have you seen her
1: i'm sorry peyton royce left the iconics mark to apparently be in another tag team with lacey evans oh my god
0: it's ridiculous
1: ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous i had this whole rant when they broke up the iconics and there's no other women tag teams so let the Bellas uh, hold on to it for a couple months, like the golden role models did. Bring some sort of credibility to it.
0: No, I think they would be very good champions, of course. And you know, I, I think the best we do it is they have to be heel. Of course, they they have like the nuclear heat. In the safest way to do it, I guess, would be for tag team division. Like Nikki Bella cannot have a singles run at all. Yeah, yes, she can't.
1: Makes sense. If you're going to you know, with, and this and do it, At least.
0: At least in tag team work, uh, she would be a little bit more protected. Still, I mean, there, there's a lot that could go wrong for her. Just because I am a fan of the Bellas, I kind of hope I don't see it happen because I don't want them to. I especially with Nikki, I don't want to see her, you know, be paralyzed. To be so blunt, but you know, on the other hand, you know, as a fan, like I still want to. I would I think they have something left in the tank. So,
1: I'm very happy. Uh, saw my brother. A couple of days ago and he started laughing because you know what's gonna happen right i'm like no, what because there was one spot open on the men's team and two spots open on the women's team for smackdown he goes you know it's probably gonna be undertaker it's gonna be the last man and the bell gonna be there for the women I'm like no that doesn't that sounds stu- i could see that happening though so i'm very happy it didn't happen because that'll be too soon and not in the wrong way to bring him back but come back for like a short title run that's fine i'm fine right with that.
0: Right. You know, they still, I mean, I don't, I'm not too sure if they've been working out at all, like, you know, trying to get in ring shape again. Um, now, as, yeah, yeah, as, a, as a
1: straight single male mark, I don't know how long it takes for a woman to bounce back from a pregnancy. So I don't oh, there's also that. They, I,
0: I wasn't even going to touch that, but I, I don't even know, know if they even factor. The babies but are they've only been a couple months old. Take that away. Take away the fact that, you know, uh, they just gave birth to their kids. Congratulations to them on that. You know, they've been away from the ring for a while. You know, So I, I, it does take quite a bit of time to get back in the ring shape. So I, I don't know. But we shall see, Putty. We have to move on here. Terminal so time, yeah. big story here. Zelina Vega, the recently released Zelina Vega, and the president of SAG after Gabriel Carteris, or how I like to say her is uh, Andrea from Beverly Hills 90210, big fan. Oh, that's her? They had- no way. Yeah. She's the president of SAG.
1: Well, good her.
0: Screen Actors Guild, if you will. So they had what was described as a powerful conversation regarding the unionization of wrestling. Carteris released a statement saying, and I quote, wrestling is as much about media as it is sports, and we are going to directly engage with members of this profession to help find ways for them to protect themselves. As more people and reinvest in the unions and as more working people are harassed by employers who don't want to protect them, sag After is committed to doing what we can to help professional wrestlers secure the protections they deserve. Buddy, this is going to be a big thing here, man. If sag After takes on professional wrestling, what will this mean in general for them? What will it mean for, for wrestlers, and especially in the indies?
1: Well, I don't know. Don't really care too much because i don't really actually see this happening but you're the guy who's actually in sag so something i know nothing about i will hand this topic over to you my friend
0: all right so here's the thing i personally believe wrestling should be unionized i think it's long overdue should
1: it be unionized or should just vince just treat his guys like normal people that
0: that would be the easier solution to is for right? them to, act, for him to actually treat them like independent contractors but, you know, as far as unionization goes, I think if anything, if wrestling were to go that route, they should have their own separate union. Now, if they fall into sag after, there's a lot of complications here with that. I know a lot of indie wrestlers, you know, they, they would not be as protected as they think they would. Because, you know, in a sense, like, you look at the lowest sag after contract that's the ultra-low budget, right? And that pays 125 a day per talent. Now, in this case... That would mean the wrestlers, the referees, the commentators, the ring announcer, any managers. That's 125 dollars per person right there. Now we all know it, indie wrestling promotions, man, like they struggle as it is to break even, and that's you know covering insurance, the venue, the ring costs, um, and, and paying the talent, whatever they have. That's a lot of dough, man. I, I don't see. I don't see indie wrestling promotions necessarily doing this i think it'd be considered non-unit then you have for example someone like myself i'm sag after i'm sure there are a few other uh wrestlers out there that are part of the union as well they won't be able to do indie promotions anymore if it falls under sag after and on top of that you know how like indie promotions they like to have bring in marquee talent uh name talents you know just to like have a showcase match to bring in some fans yeah most likely, that set talent will fall under the SAG umbrella. They will no longer be able to use those people. On the flip side of that, then you have you have talent say like so. Say SAG after does do this, right? They will probably attack the major promotions, right? So you have WWE, Impact, AEW. They would most likely fall under the SAG umbrella. Do they have to? Most likely, most likely they most likely they would. Right? They don't necessarily have to, but you know if SAGs going to go after the major productions there. AEW talent and impact talent, it's just going to really affect WWE. They they take outside bookings. Hmm. They won't be able to do that anymore. So there's a lot going on here with this. Uh, I I don't necessarily see this as being a positive thing for professional wrestling, for SAG-AFTRA to be involved. Uh, And I'm speaking to someone, I'm a a proud, happy SAG-AFTRA member uh, in the acting world, but I, I... Unless wrestling and in SAG they come up with their own individual contract, maybe Zelina Vega uh, would be working with the president of SAG as far as like letting like her know educating her how wrestling works. I don't know. But under the current SAG agreements from what I'm seeing here, I don't see that working.
1: We also have never heard, really heard any complaints from the impact or AW locker room how they're being treated.
0: Right, because they're being treated like ind- independent contractors.
1: So would they would they want to sign with SAG and get SAG people,
0: I honestly don't know. I mean, that would be something for like the heads uh, of those of those companies to think about. You know, it depends, like you know, what the overall mood of what the locker room is. You know, you, you could have most of the locker room and be like, "No, yeah, we want to be protected." And is this uh, something
1: that could be divided up? Like, can they just attack the main guys, or this, would it be professional wrestling from top? No, the top? That,
0: that would have to be like so. Say
1: or say sports entertainment,
0: EW. I should say. Say AEW. Say they want to go. They want to go along with this uh, for a sec after, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, pretty much, it's all of them would have to do it. You can't just pick and choose which talent on that roster, does it?
1: What if I'm, no. I don't know. This is just, The thing this is, just, a lot of it is over my head, confusing, so I don't know. I just don't see this happening, actually. We've been talking about this for decades. Dude, this, this is the most momentum we've seen of it, though.
0: Yeah. You know, and then out uh, SAG after is talking about it, you have Andrew Yang talking about it. It's going to to the government officials. Like th- there's a lot of momentum behind this. It's looking like it could be more and more likely that this is the closest they've ever been. Um, yeah, but is it is it plausible? Is it doable? It is doable. It is doable, buddy. But you know, it, it's just what are the pros and cons of it?
1: So with the WWE, how are they going to do it right. With the WWE, impact sign with SAG or individuals with the sign with SAG.
0: It would have to be the production company itself. So like, in it's in essence like, say I'm doing a movie and I decided uh, I want SAG actors in there. Uh, I would have to sp- fill out paperwork as a production company for that project for it to be a SAG production.
1: So say WWE does not want to do this, doesn't want to sign with SAG, but John Cena's in SAG.
0: John Cena is in SAG.
1: So right? John, could John Cena no longer appear in WWE?
0: If they decide to unionize wrestling, so I guess in essence, WWE would be a non-union. Yeah, John Cena wouldn't be able to do wouldn't be able to be do it. It's fucking nuts. Again, another reason why I don't see this happening is a lot of... And that's why it's, it's going to be too messy if SAG's involved. Yeah. as much as, Again, as much as I love SAG, it's not knocking SAG after. I, I want to be very clear about that. It, it's just... You know, wrestling should be its own thing. It, it's so different from... Uh, anything else out there
1: or again does treat them like independent contractors
0: that honestly probably would be the easiest thing
1: like Vince McMahon but, owns Selena Vega I get that but why can't she open the OnlyFans under her real name right I get right. I get the people but are going she, to she, her she's not an employee so yeah why can't she Thea, whatever her last name is um
0: or or at the or but she, she did, on the she contract. did open
1: only only fans under her real names so, I don't understand on why the, she on the contrary, Putty, like,
0: what if he just called them employees then? Because then you have a whole other story.
1: Yeah, then you worry about Benny's and stuff right. like that. So I don't know. Whole fucking mess. Vince has been getting away with it for way too long. And I think it uh
0: It it really does it. fall on Vince McMahon at this point because you know, I, I think, you know, the other major promotions, they're pretty chill about it, from what I get the
1: sense of. And I don't know, if we're splitting hairs here, but nobody from really NXT has really said too much. It seems to be just the main roster that's being that's being attacked like this.
0: I don't necessarily think the NXT has like a leg up as far as, the, as far as the talent goes, as far as their willingness to say anything. You know, they're they're easily exposable. I mean, you see someone from the main roster getting getting the axe for a tweet. You know, if I'm on NXT, I,
1: I'm not saying anything. And Vince loved her too. Rumor was that he was really high in her. Big things for her coming. So for her for them compared to, let her go? to
0: Stephanie McMahon.
1: Yeah, for them to let her go and not even say goodbye, just escort her out of the building, didn't want to talk to her.
0: I don't know. That's cold. Yeah. That's cold blooded, man.
1: So don't know if we'll see her ever again, but never say never. Honestly,
0: yeah. I mean, right away with those talks going on, I mean, she could be a driving force of professional wrestling for a long time to go, for a long time to come in a different way. Sorry, I, I'm, it's late right now, so I'm not talking really clear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what i really kind of opened my eyes and learned more a lot about this by watching uh john oliver did a couple pieces on this Mm. on last week tonight so go check out his stuff he did he broke everything down uh wonderfully and simplistically so uh john oliver last week tonight did an expose on WWE. so check that out it's on youtube hbo max probably anywhere hopefully that can help you understand more of what we're talking about because i mean i'm still a little confused
0: yeah i mean listen if, if it happens this route man that would really suck for me because I wouldn't be able to work with the Satsujin squad anymore. I wouldn't be working with BCW. I wouldn't be able to work in, in, in any capacity as far as uh, on-screen talent goes in indie promotions, not even in commentary. So, I mean, I, me personally, I have some stake in this as well. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but moving Thank on you. in news. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, PWI is at it again, releasing for the first time ever their PWI top 50 tag teams. Ready for a little preview of this, buddy? I can't the even top name five.
1: 50 tag teams. This is amazing.
0: Well, wow, you're, you're not as smart as wrestling as other people. That's why. So it's here smart we go. On you, though. Dick. Mm, no, not really. Uh, number five, Street Profits. Number four, The North. Number three, buddy, you're going to like this one bailey and sasha banks damn right two kenny omega and hangman page and number one ftr buddy what do you think do you think they got it right in this
1: i liked the revival in the WWE. i had not really seen much of the work in aw so i can't really uh
0: they've gotten so much better
1: hangman and omega it's not a real tag team
0: no, it's not a real tag team. The fact that they're number two is, is a ridiculous. ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. And I
0: think that's, that's pretty high. It's very, very high.
1: This is also from the same company that made Dean Ambrose, sorry, uh, John Moxley number one. So uh take that what they say with a grain of salt here. The North is absolutely fantastic. One of my favorite tag they teams. Are. They uh, are. The Street Profits were my ones to watch in 2020 at our 19 uh 2019 year-end awards. So I, uh, you know how I feel about them.
0: You know what, dude? Honestly,
1: I, I, I'm fading on them. Oh, they're I, definitely I, fading. I, I totally agree with you. They're definitely fading, but I'm they're not still. know
0: I think five. That's a high spot for them.
1: But what, for them this year, they've done a lot this year. They've been main consistently in storylines, consistently in RTV.
0: And I, who I else? But who else?
1: I can't. Even, I can't even name another on the tag I, team. I
0: put, put the new day higher. I, what about um, an impact? Oh God, a blank guy on a tag team name. Rassles? Rascals. Rascals. I put up higher than them. I, they, I would they also didn't do put. I put um. To why can't like uh,
1: good they, they won
0: the tag team, team championship? The Good Brothers had put higher up.
1: Yeah, again, they didn't really do team too team much impact? this year with the Impact. They're just getting the ball rolling over there. Again, when we talked Help about me out,
0: Impact Boy, Impact Boy, tag team champions over there, who are
1: they? The Good Brothers.
0: No, oh, the, the previous ones.
1: The North. Oh, you mean the Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns?
0: Thank you, Mortar City Machine Guns.
1: Again, they just came back after a hiatus. So I'd, again, I t- when we talked about the PWA Top 500 singles. I don't know the time span that they're covering here. Is it 2020? Is it from November 2019 to November 2020? Because it's a huge difference, believe it or not. It's only three months, I guess not. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a solid list. I mean, Kenny Omega and the other guy were tag team champions somehow in AEW.
0: I would even put the Young Bucks higher and I'm not even a big fan of their work.
1: No, you neither am I. But the North of four is a good spot for them. Bailey, Sasha Banks, three.
0: Bailey, Sasha Uh, Banks, I would actually put as number two.
1: They're definitely top three. But again, tag team, it just seems to be like a lost art form. I was watching, uh, was it SmackDown tonight? I'm trying to think of what other tag teams are on the main roster. No wonder they not doing a tag team Survivor Series match because I couldn't think of any tag teams. And just talked about it what, 10 minutes ago, the women's tag team division.
0: <sighs> no, it's it's god awful. The, the cupboard's bare.
1: Very bare. So I don't know. I, I mean,
0: AEW's got some good tag team work. I mean, they have the Lucha Bros, um, they have the best friends. Uh, they have. I mean, look. I mean, they have two of the teams in there. Two of the of the five in the top five there. You know, right off the bat. No, really, so,
1: missing I mean, right? no really missing from this. Right. No one's really missing. Always puts on a great show. Yeah. Well, I think uh, epitomizes tag team wrestling. It's not even a tag team. It's a two man faction. Too good should be on this list. I knew you were going to say something about that, man. Too good, man. We're too good
0: at. If, if that's the case, you know Dominic De Niro and Chris Barton, where are they at? They're, They're BCW Tag Team Champions.
1: Uh, you know, I totally forgot about that.
0: You forgot about that? Oh, because you weren't there.
1: Yeah, I wasn't there. Thank you. Was that a burn?
0: Was that a burn? <laughs> way to be, way to be BCW loyal, my man. Way to be BCW loyal.
1: Um, uh, Mark, did you not just hear me. But I had cancer, and now I'm dealing with kidney. I have a lot of health issues this year. Mark, you don't want to get serious again. You want to, you want to change the mood of the show? You can change the mood of the show. Back to being sad and depressing. I mean, you can watch
0: it on Fight TV. It's available everywhere
1: yeah it's expensive you have excuses I just read what happened Abel told me That's fine
0: wow doesn't care ladies and gentlemen Michael J. Putty doesn't give a fuck about the Indies
1: oh yeah we made that clear for the last four years yeah I mean that's not 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 a secret (laughs) plus do I want to hear you on commentary I'm okay I do commentary for like two matches Michelle see if those two matches (laughs) All right. Well, I'm done
0: with the news here, buddy. Let's, let's wrap it up.
1: Congratulations to uh, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, and uh, Renee Young having a baby.
0: That's right. They're having a baby. Congratulations to Alexa Bliss and uh, Ryan Cabrera for getting engaged. They also broke out this past week, too.
1: So again, Mark, there's some good news coming in 2020. Not all there's shitty good news. Good news. So uh, all three members of the Shield are dads. Isn't that crazy? Aren't we old? I feel old <laughs> when I heard – I saw someone post that. I'm like, I feel old for some reason. I don't know why. But I just feel like I'm old.
0: Oh, they're like our age
1: <laughs> i think they're younger anyway mark uh now i'm depressed again you're such as you just really suck at this sh- let's get some tv takedown it's time for this week's tv takedown all right mark you're gonna kick things off here talking about turning point on impact plus
0: yeah dude. um I'm just gonna go right into it. I think match for the night easily was Deanna Perozo and Sue Young. You know, I, I, I like the rivalry that they've been having. Uh, I don't necessarily know if it's still gonna go on. Uh, but Deanna Perosa, man, I gotta say, man, she's just so good in the ring. Like Sue Young, I mean she's cap- her character is captivating. Uh, she, her in her in ring work is solid. But uh Deanna Prozo she's got like the total package. I think I think WWE just completely dropped the ball with her, but Dolly. you know, Cody, I want to ask you: Is this a bigger win for Diana, or is this a bigger loss
1: for Sue Young? It's a bigger win for Diana. Puts her uh, credibility on the map. I was actually shocked that she won. Me too. I was. I didn't see that coming. No, I thought they would go off into the tag team division. But good for her. This is a huge win for her. Yeah, should be yeah, Jordan I Grace, didn't see that coming. And now Sue Young. I mean, that's pretty fucking top tier talent you're beating in
0: marquee matches too i mean she beat
1: she beat jordan grace in a 30 minute uh iron oh, first match. one in impact history yeah it wasn't just then, not even a year ago she was enhancement talent on uh, raw
0: pretty much it's amazing pretty much and then here a turning point she faced sue young in no disqualification match mm-hmm. which you would think would easily favor sue young of course and that that sick sick pile driver that she did man yeah. To that, win the match. I, I thought it was awesome.
1: I was happy she did that. I mean Pile Driver's such a cool move. It was like a package pile driver. Such a cool move. Uh, yeah, and she delivered it flawlessly. Good job to her, man. Yeah. Great match.
0: And I just I, I just again, I mean, her in ring work, it's like a modern day woman's version of Bret Hart in there, from what I see, with a vicious side.
1: So Natalia. But, so it Natalia? Side of there?
0: Okay, here's the thing. I mean I I love Natalia. But I feel like Deanna Perozo is a different level. And yet she's still so young. She's like, what, only 26?
1: Somewhat, like yeah.
0: So, so, I mean, she's got a long way to go. She's been wrestling for 12 years already. So she's like a sponge. She, I, I, this is a huge win for her. So young, do you think this damages her, her, her character at all in any no, sense? Or?
1: She's lost before and it didn't affect her in any way. So she's fine.
0: So they're building beyond the approach to be like the face of the women's division right now
1: look jordan grace too young what three four months yeah more than that probably six months yeah absolutely
0: that makes me think like who's next
1: don't know who's
0: next on there
1: they're all kind of busy with this tag team division right now so uh single competitors we don't know we'll, we'll find out
0: yeah for sure i you know if anything probably they could still continue as too young i mean I, I would love to see them Russell again. I, I think they have very good chemistry. They tell me a very good story. So uh, keep my eyes
1: open for that. How do I not pick my highlight of the night? Great storytelling, Mark. Loved every minute of this. Two of my favorite guys on Impact. Moose and Willie Mack. What an engaging, really interesting fucking match. Moose kicking his ass and like talking into the camera, much like he did on Impact on Tuesday nights on AXS TV, AXS TV. Talking to Rich Swan. Like, he's coming for Rich Swan. Moose, just, just, when he beat EC3, I don't know what the fuck EC3 did to him. But Moose has stepped his game up. And that match was really, really fun to watch.
0: Now, I don't know what it is about Moose. Like, I, I'm, I'm not, he's not grabbing my attention so much.
1: I don't know what more he has to do to grab your attention. I really don't.
0: And you know, with Rich Swan, like, I, I don't buy it that he could beat someone like Moose. I really don't.
1: Okay. Well, do you buy that he can beat anybody?
0: Rich Swan? Yeah. Do you think he can beat any heavyweight? I mean, no. It's 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 not necessarily even that. I, I think Moose. He's very good in a ring. He's he's definitely a physical specimen.
1: It's getting better and better the thing, as the year goes on. But the
0: thing is, I don't know what it is. Like, it's just like maybe I'm just not that into like the, the bigger guys or whatever. Uh, I just feel like you know, I, I, I look at him right, and I feel like if he was in WWE right now, he'd be buried.
1: Moose. Yeah. Oh, uh, funny. I think the same thing. Like, what if he would be in WWE? What would, do, what would they do? with him? Like, if he left, like the Rascals did for WWE, what would they do with him? And I thought the same thing. They wouldn't do anything with him. Which is they why I love Impact. So gave, they, not only moves Diana Parazzo. They give these people a the platform to show what they can do, and uh, without any limitations, really. And they excel.
0: With Diana Perazzo, I feel like she's getting better and better. I feel like if she were to go back to WWE, like within a year or two time, like she would be used in a better light. I would hope at least.
1: You would hope. That's a, that's the caveat there. We would hope. But,
0: to me, Moose is not like, overly impressed me. I'm not buying into the to that match between Moose and Rich Swan. I'm not even buying Rich Swan as an Impact World Heavyweight Champion. I, I was buying more into Eric Young, if you will. Um, But I, I don't know. I, I guess I've never been a huge fan of Rich Swan's work either. Neither have I, I, I. But
1: like, the more I watch, I'm like, oh, this is a good match. Like He's really freaking – like TJP too. See TJ
0: though, when he does moves, he's very athletic. But like when he does moves, it's with a purpose. Rich Swan, I feel like, is just show off his athleticism. Hmm.
1: You
0: know, it's not necessarily with purpose. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know, it's just
1: you were wrong about Bailey. So you could be wrong about this too.
0: I'm one out of how many?
1: One out of one right out of God knows how long. Two and a half years. I've been
0: more right than I've been wrong.
1: That is not true. That's not true. You know what's funny? You know funny? Uh, Bailey,
0: I saw a tweet from her talking about like how she was in the pw uh, fifty for the tag teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She heard the word consistency.
1: There you go. See? <laughs> I always <laughs>
0: feel like that was like a shot.
1: <laughs> people listen, Mark. People listen.
0: <laughs> was, does she listen to the show, or is this, is this a criti- uh, criticism that she's heard before?
1: Maybe, Mark. And I tell you, people listen to the show. We ne- we have confirmed people listen to the show. We don't know who, but people do listen to the show, Mark. So she could be one of them. And uh, Bailey, I've been saying your praise since day one, so Mark can suck it. Hey, you made
0: me believe her. I'll say that. You You're made welcome. me believe. Her. Thank you. Not you, Bailey. Thank you. Shall <laughs> so we move on to TV? Please,
1: enough of you talking. Oh, TV, damn. Okay, yeah.
0: All right. So some pretty solid matches throughout the week, I would have to say. Great week of TV. But the, the one that really grabbed my attention and – I'm going to give the nod here to NXT, Io Shirai, and Rhea Ripley, man. I thought that was a fantastic match. Great chemistry there.
1: Good time. They had over 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. Very solid uh,
1: takeover worthy.
0: It was takeover worthy. I, I was a little disappointed that Rhea Ripley lost. Uh, but, you know, I got to say, man, I, I feel like Io Shirai doesn't get enough credit as champion.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Would you, would you agree with that? Well, like, No one's even again, thinking about her as champion. I don't even remember. No, I, I,
0: I remember I she wasn't like champion. Out of all the women's champions in, in all the promotions, I feel like she's ranked as far as the lowest. And, then, and I don't know why. Is it it's like her promo work or whatever? Like, it, her in ring work really, is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, great in ring. I don't think Shirley really even has a character.
0: Is that it? Is it? Could that be what, the what well, she, she she the she pirate, pirate of
1: the sky? Princess of the sky or something like
0: that? No, that isn't one of, isn't that was not Carrie Zane?
1: I thought so. But she was the pirate of something. This one is like, I don't know. I get so many nicknames. Oh wait, going. no, no,
0: you're right. There's a lot of nicknames going on. I can't follow. But you're uh, right. I mean, she's put on a great matches. Not even just with Rhea Ripley, but with like, with like so many other women during her title reign. It's just she just doesn't get enough love. Do you think like she would be someone that go into main roster and excel, or do you think she'd get buried? Buried, buried, right? Easily buried. Now, in the meantime, there's talks about Rhea Ripley being moved up to the main roster coming very soon. How do you think she'll do? I, I think she'll hold up very well over there.
1: I think she'll hold up for a little bit and then flounder down maybe the tag team division for a while. I don't see her like a mainstay, main event player out the gate yet.
0: Why do you Why do you say that?
1: Don't know. It's I just agree with you. I've seen a lot of call-ups, Mark. I've seen a lot of people come up in NXT who are the face of NXT air coats and come up to the main roster and do absolutely nothing. But it's different with her because we had that taste of her briefly around WrestleMania time with Charlotte Flair.
0: Right. Right, And it was one of the matches of the night.
1: Yeah, so I think she'll come up, play around with the top talent for a while and I think then she'll eventually settle to a tag team because they need talent in the tag team division. Again, Mark, I don't know if you heard me say this over and over again. There's no talent in the tag team division the women's division. So I think she has a prime example of maybe becoming the face of that division for a while and then you come know, back to the main event roster. I'm going to
0: kindly disagree with you here. Um, I think Rhea Ripley is someone that could could prevail uh, all those obstacles and uh, that newcomers have to do when they move uh, when they move up to the main roster. I, I think Rhea Ripley, she's got the it factor. You see a lot of people that get called up to the main roster, and they were very good at NXT, but they, they flounder around because, I, I hate to say it, but a lot of them just didn't have that it factor. No matter how much you loved them, no matter how well they did in the ring, in NXT, NXT's a very different audience than the main roster. I think Rhea Ripley could transcend that i see star material i see someone a level of charlotte flair when i see rhea ripley
1: if anybody could do it mark it's her but i'm, like, I'm not gonna her. hold my breath in that one
0: time will tell my friend what about you what was your takedown of the week
1: mark you know i'm the host of this show yeah so so like i'm the, the guy on the show and like you were yeah. like my number two and okay, if you, if, I,
0: mean, I, I, I view more, I view it, it's like more like a one B, not necessarily a two. No, but. you're never
1: two, and it's just something that I didn't really know about. And if you're not really grasping what I'm saying, watch Roman Reigns talk down to Drew McIntyre on SmackDown this week. Mm. Fantastic job! Uh, mm. the, the way he just spoke to him and the confidence and the way he talked down to him,
0: it was amazing. It was awesome, and it's like pretty true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you think about it. No disrespect to Drew McIntyre, but like... Drew McIntyre was awesome. Like, I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Don't underestimate me. And then Roman Reigns just comes back no, without any timing. Like, you're going to give me advice? Like, who are you to give me advice? <laughs> it's just great. It was really well done. Roman Reigns is really developing well into this character.
0: It, it seems like this was him the whole time. It's like, where has this Roman Reigns been all these years?
1: He's been there. His feud with Rusev during rusev's Lana's wedding he came out and he was very you could tell that he was very like laid back very naturally cracking jokes felt very unscripted See, i don't even remember that yeah but it was it was pretty good i was watching it with a friend of mine and he's like wow this is the best i've seen roman reigns because he was unscripted it felt like he was natural this feels very unscripted even though it was very heavily scripted the way he's delivering it it feels very unscripted very natural very believable and this is uh This is the best.
0: I feel like this is like, even when like Paul Heyman was teamed with CM Punk, who was probably one of the best talkers in wrestling history, you would hear, you still hear Paul Heyman speak.
1: There's no need for Paul Heyman.
0: There's no need for Paul Heyman. What's he doing there? Right? He's not speaking. He's he's rumoring his bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if anything, like, I think Paul Heyman might have a say creatively behind the scenes what's going on here. Uh, that could be the case, but like as far as like on screen persona wise, I, I think maybe it was just a rub to get the heel over. But like, absolutely, this point, and it worked. At this point, Roman Reigns just fires ass, and I, I think he would still be a monster heel.
1: And the way Roman Reigns became heel, I still don't understand why he's heel. I still don't understand why his attitudes come from. I think I maybe missed that promo or something because I don't understand why. But he is doing a fantastic job at it, and he's getting better and better week in and week out. I just. And the, just the way he talked and the way his facial expressions, talking to Drew McIntyre, listening to Drew McIntyre. I just don't know who wins this match.
0: See, okay, here, here's my thoughts. And like, well, of course, this show is going to air after Survivor Series. So, uh, of course, we don't know. But my thing is, I, I think what we're going to see here is possible cash in or DQ, something, maybe something with The Fiend. I don't think there's going to be a clean win here. I think there's going to most likely be a disqualification or no contest. Yeah, probably. I, I just hope we get something entertaining, though. Let me tell you. It's just like, nah, a throwaway.
1: I feel we will. And if you notice, the matches are very the same versus the same. It's uh, mm-hmm. heel versus heel, U.S. champion versus IC champion. Face versus face, the tag team champions. Uh, face versus face, women's division, uh, women's championship match. And you're going to have a heel versus heel for the men's championship. So I kind of felt like Drew McIntyre was going to win that on Raw. Surprising that he did, but I felt like he needed to just have some sort of, you know, rivalry there because they already started last week on SmackDown.
0: And, and of course, now we're also forgetting Roman uh, for we're forgetting Randy Orton. You know, that that could be another X factor too in that match.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it, with that match, but you never know. Expect the unexpected.
0: There's no way that match finishes clean. I'd be shocked if it does. Because you
1: you can't really if anybody loses this match cleanly, it kills and it's nothing. Not gonna be Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the guy. No one's gonna beat Roman Reigns. For a while. Yeah, now.
0: If, if someone's winning clean, it's going to be Roman. Yeah. But um, I, I just can't see them doing that to Drew McIntyre.
1: The guy who rises up in 2021 to beat Roman Reigns, Big E?
0: No, he's not there yet. He's not like, In 2021? No, I, I know. I, not even.
1: Really? Not even? All right. Not even. So who's the guy to go against Roman Reigns? To stop no Roman clue, Reigns, I should bro. say.
0: No clue. I I, I want to see Roman Reigns play out as much as possible right now. Man, I can't believe I'm saying that. Remember how much I used to shit on Roman Reigns?
1: Yeah, but like, like you shit like on Bailey. So again, you're wrong, and you need to listen to me. Just just listen to me, Mark. Just, just, were you always a Roman Reigns fan? That's a lie. That's not a lie at all.
0: You were always a Roman Reigns fan.
1: Yeah, always, always. A Roman Reigns. Yeah, even always, when
0: he beat The Undertaker, like it was still you you people. love will- that.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say I loved it, but I've always been a fan of you Roman Reigns. You loved Rins. it.
0: You're salivating at the mouth there. You loved it. You loved every second of it.
1: Am I talking am I salivating? No. Can I stand up right now? No. <laughs> okay, I can talk about Roman Reigns all night. Many times when I've done the solo shows, I have. Go back and listen to it. that's <laughs> <Nah>, okay. <laughs> so something weird I kind of noticed the last couple weeks quickly is WWE has done a fantastic job introducing Adam Pearce.
0: Yeah. Adam no, Pierce. They really have. I, I, he's been getting a lot of uh, play on TV lately.
1: Adam Pierce was just one of the suits that comes out to break up a fight. And then he was doing that for a long time. And then next thing you know, he had a couple minor speaking roles backstage. That he's was, pretty
0: much like the GM right now. Yeah, those
1: minor speaking roles became a little bit bigger, and those became a little bit bigger. Now he's the executive, the or the official, I should say. So I think I don't know if it was intentionally done this way, but they did a, a fantastic and they don't often do that. Of building an onscreen character, and they did a great job with Adam Pierce. I just wanted to shout that out real quick.
0: Yeah, I know I've seen at certain moments. We sometimes we see Pat Buck. I wonder if we're going to see yeah. whatever we'll role from Pat Buck step up to. That'd be cool to see, you know. But like, it's I mean, it's real. I mean, Adam Pierce he is a backstage uh, official over there, so he's an agent,
1: former former champion at Ring of Honor somewhere too. I don't know what kind of champion he was at Ring of Honor, but he's uh, also well versed in the ring too. So maybe we'll see Adam Pierce in the ring one time. You never know.
0: You never know. Anything could happen in wrestling, man.
1: What match are you looking most forward to Survivor Series? I know it's going to happen after the fact, but quickly, do you have the match you're looking forward to the most?
0: Uh, easily, Sasha Banks and Asuka. I think that's going to be match of the night. The chemistry is unreal. Uh, I just, everything else I really just don't care about.
1: Yeah, I don't really care about it much
0: either. I, you know, I, I am curious to see like the the finish for Drew McIntyre-Roman Reigns match.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious to see what they do with The Undertaker oh my god final I, who's who we're who we gonna see you know people are gonna we haven't seen you in a while are gonna come out of the woodwork for this is it a final four well I, I believe it is i know we talked about it a couple weeks ago you don't believe so nope so
0: um nope i think taker's gonna get go to do a match for wrestlemania
1: speaking of this let's get in some go home thoughts mark kind of already touched on the subject already anything you want to talk about mark it's been two weeks how you feeling what are you looking forward to
0: well I have a plug, if you will. I I was just recently interviewed on a big face podcast with Samantha Jane Tilton, uh a good friend of mine. I actually putty, I have some nice things to say about you, believe it or not. I don't believe that. Well, you can go ahead and take a listen, man. It's on YouTube, it's on podcast uh podbean, Spotify. Uh you can check it out
1: on there. Do you uh, give her my number?
0: No, she's uh spoken for. So
1: aren't they all Mark? Aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But much love to her, man. It was a good interview. I had a lot of fun in there. Awesome. Just
1: yeah, saw so you click about... and post it on your, uh, one of your stories. It was uh, pretty good. Cool. Thank you, man. Thank you. And Twitter has stories now?
0: Yeah, Twitter has stories now. It's not weird. every
1: platform needs stories. There's no, too many stories doesn't. going on. I don't need it this. Doesn't.
0: I'm, I'm utilizing it just to see because like, I, I'm just curious about the evolution of things. I'm not necessarily loving it.
1: I just post like random memes on Instagram stories just to see if this girl I used to talk to is following me, and uh, she sometimes she does, so it's whatever.
0: Anyway, move on. I don't even know what you just said to me right there. do quick. The, is that like a new form of flirting?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. To, you, you're an old married man. You don't know what's going on, Mark. There's a whole so wait, uh, there's you, a whole you, underground. You, you, use Instagram story as a way to flirt. No, to see if a girl I used to flirt with is still checking me out.
0: That's so bizarre.
1: Very bizarre. And so it's a whole well, single life, Mark, in 2020.
0: Why do you like, why do you care if she's seeing like, your stuff?
1: Because your mom sometimes doesn't return my phone calls. I get lonely. So I just need to entertain myself, Mark.
0: You're a sad, sad man.
1: I never denied that. <laughs> you know, Mark, I'm always loving talking about TV. I'm a big TV guy. There's a show I was always wanted to check out. Never knew when or where it was on. Can't check it out. It is now on Hulu, all four seasons, eight episodes apiece. Brockmire, Azaria.
0: My brother is in love with that show. I've seen one episode, and it's fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, I just burned through the first season last weekend, and uh, I'm looking forward to finishing the show. It's one of those shows I wanted to check out. Happy I did. So if you're looking for a new show, Meyer is now on Hulu. I still got
0: to get your Hulu password, man. I got I to gotta start watching uh, It's Always Sunny, Philadelphia.
1: Oh, yeah, but what are going to give me a return?
0: Um,
1: you know I have Apple TV. I never even touched it once.
0: I have it. It's pretty good. I yeah. watched uh, Ted Lasso on it recently.
1: Oh, that's was on Apple TV? I was wondering. I forgot I where that was. Oh, it's good. Yeah, it's
0: really funny. You know not I'm watching right now? I can't believe I'm liking this. Uh, so my mom has been recommending this to me for, for a while now. She's into like, the royal family and everything. The Crown? And the Crown, dude. I have to say, I, I used to make fun of my mom for being so obsessed with the royal family. I get it now.
1: I'm happy to hear that. I told her to watch that show, and I'm happy she took my advice, and she's passing it along to you.
0: Dick, I'm, w- I'm moving on from that statement, but you know, the Crown. I have to say, like, I was watching it. I'm already like almost done with the first season. I just watched, start watching the other day, and uh, it's like an elegant version of reality TV.
1: I've heard great things about it. I was thinking about checking it out myself. Yeah.
0: No, do it up, man. It's absolutely fascinating. Really well shot, too. They spent a shitload on the first season. $150 million budget for the first
1: season. Paid off. Hey, they, we, they won a couple of uh, Golden Globes and Emmys, I think. No, for, for real, dude. And this season, interest is Princess Diana, which I'm excited about. Let's see how they do that, so I might have to burn through it and catch up.
0: Yeah, that that was one of the reasons why we started watching it. Cause it's like, there's a curiosity factor there with that. You know, I, I grew up with uh, essentially the whole prince diana story yeah me too i remember i remember what happened and everything and uh i was like oh wow and then i saw the, the woman that's playing her it looks exactly like her
1: she does it's, and she has a voice down on pat it's a uh, very creepy a little bit it's so
0: creepy so that's I was like all right I,
1: I i gotta watch this thing and uh, no regrets dude no regrets at all and i think i've talked about this before but uh i finished barry wow Wow.
0: Is it good? I, I, okay, so I have to I have to watch. I saw one episode and I was really into it and then I, I did move on because I was voting for um I was voting for SAG from the T V nominations. Oh you're in
1: SAG? You haven't mentioned that.
0: <clears throat> yes, I'm in SAG.
1: <laughs> no, it was good. The first season was pretty good, um, but the second season definitely picks up. A, it was a, wow. And the way it left off?
0: <sighs> wow. I'm a big Bill Hader fan, so I, I definitely want to And Henry Winkler, so.
1: Oh, then I don't know why you're not watching the show. Definitely check it out. HBO Max.
0: I just, I just keep forgetting. I have so much TV and time. I'm lonely.
1: Who are you telling? <laughs> anyway. Keep... You too, bro. It might be for the last time I like talk about it in the beginning of the show. You never know. Next time you'll see me, who knows?
0: I refuse to believe that. So I, I guess I have to be nice to you now.
1: That would be appreciated. Thank you. I'm going through a hard time. I would really appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Well. Puddy, you do a good job with the show.
1: That would be very <laughs> unbelievable. Your dead eyes didn't believe any life to statement. <laughs> also, before we go, real quick, because uh, I'm fucking tired. Thanksgiving's around the corner, Mark. Do you have any big plans in this COVID uh, Thanksgiving?
0: Doing it all virtual, my man. We actually bought uh, what was it? it turkey breast or tur- we just bought turkey, a small turkey, whatever you want to call it. We're going to do it, dude. It's our first time ever making turkey like this. Uh, I'm pretty nervous. I'm pretty nervous. We're pretty good in the kitchen, but I feel like this is a whole other beast. I'm
1: more of a guy. Like, I love the mashed potatoes, cranberry sauce. Has to be in the can. Not homemade cranberry sauce. The jelly in the can cranberry sauce.
0: But you don't like homemade cranberry sauce?
1: In my defense, I never had it. Wow. Nah. But the, in the can, I could just like, eat straight from the can. It's so delicious.
0: Gross. I hate cranberry sauce.
1: All right, more for me then, dick. I'm trying to share a personal piece of my life and you're just throwing it back in my face like you hate it. I'm like, okay, this conversation's over then.
0: I'm more of a stuffing guy.
1: Never got into stuffing. Really? Just mashed potatoes. Crab mashed rice potatoes. potatoes. Maybe there's baked potatoes. You know what's really fucking delicious? Twice baked potatoes.
0: What's twice baked, potato? what? twice baked
1: potatoes? Twice Holy shit. You ever had twice? You like baked potatoes? I like baked potatoes, yeah. Do you like mashed potatoes? Yeah. Twice baked potatoes? Twice baked... Okay, I'm so excited. Twice baked potatoes is actually phenomenal. You bake the potato for a little mm-hmm. bit, for half the time. Scoop out the innards. Make mashed potatoes. Stuff the mashed potatoes back into the potato skins. Finish baking them. Whew, delicious. Interesting. Interesting. It is amazingly delicious, man. So it's like mashed potatoes in a baked potato. It's actually one of my favorite things to eat ever and my mother never makes them because she can't anymore she's too old but i need to get that recipe because it's really fucking delicious so what are you
0: are you, are you cooking then what, what are you doing
1: yeah i'm definitely cooking so you yourself you're cooking no i'm gonna order something i'm gonna order something. oh okay yeah i can't burn the house what's down
0: he, what's even open to to order from
1: i don't know my mother might try to cook but uh we'll have this conversation off air no one really cares about our thanksgiving plans i'm trying to be nice no, no one listening. No one listening. This really cares about our plans.
0: Well, I guess. All right. On that note, I guess we should say Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy. I'm thankful for my favorite co-host, Green Man, somewhere. So until next week. Right by your
0: fr- dick. I was going to say I'm thankful for for having you on uh, for having me on your
1: show. show. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: okay. the way you're talking sounds like it might be my show soon. So
1: you maybe. Maybe. don't you just, just ended here Do the outro for me please
0: So for your favorite actor The Hollywood assassin Mark Schwann And for my co-host Such a dick Michael J. Putty I can't
1: believe you're actually doing, fucking doing this Such a
0: dick Schwann
1: is out Hey baby I hear the bell ring In hip tosses and body slams Oh my